Hello, everyone. Are we ready now? Are we good? Yes. Hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm really happy that the sun is shining and it is a beautiful morning considering what a trash weekend it has been. Oh yeah. my god. Um, first of all, this is totally not BTS related, but I want to see say recipe to Chadwick Boseman because that was awful. Um, yeah. Like very unexpected news. Was he hiding like, his cancer diagnosis? I yeah, I think so because I, I don't, don't think ever anyone knew. Hearing of that, yeah, yeah. There was like some videos that came out. He posted on Instagram not too long ago of him, and he was very thin. And I just chalk it up to him, like, you know, losing weight for a role, because mm. people do that often. Yeah. But he was sick, and I don't think anyone knew. I'm not saying, I don't, I don't know if anyone, like, like, close to him, like, if any of his, um, you know, fellow, like, actors and actresses knew. Yeah. But, I, they uh, may have known, but the general public didn't know. So, very much a shock. Oh, it hurts really bad. Yeah. This one hurts really bad. I'm like, how much more can we deal with in this year? This is a lot. It wouldn't be good in any year, to be honest, but this year is just like piling it on. But I don't want to make the pod too sad. So I hope that everyone is doing their best to try to maintain good mental health during this time because, you know, being stuck inside, I can just imagine how awful is for some people or for most people um you know people are experiencing a lot of illness a lot of death right now unemployment worrying about like putting food on the table or keeping a roof over their head so I just hope that everyone is trying to do their best to keep themselves mentally in check because I know it's rough I hope you can find some little source of happiness Definitely, for me, BTS is a little source of happiness that I have right now. Yeah. It's rough out there. It really is. I'm glad you brought this up. 2020 in general has been, like, really bad for pretty much everyone. So, yeah, take care of yourselves, guys. Let's get into what's happening in Army World this week. So, of course, on our last podcast, Dynamite had just been released. So we found out the next day, <laughs> the very next day, that Dynamite had officially reached over 100 million views. I know when we were recording the pod, obviously we didn't know that news. We found out that Dynamite has actually reached 101.1 million views in the first 24 hours, which is awesome. Like, congratulations to BTS, congratulations to ARMY who worked their tails off to make that happen. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have words, but I remember, like, I saw these tweets, like, Army moving, like, the kid that gets, like, a 98.5 on the quiz, or whatever, <laughs> but then actually, no, we're the kid that got, like, the bonus question as well. <laughs> right. Go us. Sometimes I'm like, how do we top this? Like, every time we do this, I'm like, how are we going to top this? <laughs> and we do, every single time. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I think it's, like, recruiting new army who are just as enthused as we are exactly the thing gets bigger and bigger each time so 
we can get into this more later because I think it goes with our planned topic of conversation. But I think also the tweet that we were discussing separately from this, like, I get confused when people are like, not everyone has to be like a really active, passionate fan. There can be casual fans as well. And I don't really get that because of course everyone is welcome, but that's never really been how ARMY have operated in the past. Like we didn't get to 101.1 million views on Twitter because someone casually liked them. Right. Like that took concerted effort. That's true. (laughs) So I'm like, why should we dilute the very thing that like makes us powerful to make other people comfortable? It makes no sense to me. (laughs) (laughs) sorry you feel threatened by us (laughs) but this isn't that conversation that's just how it goes I mean if you're gonna if you want to make news like this if you want to break records you can't do that casually so yeah there's going to take a lot of dedicated passionate people to make things like this happen so you can be a casual fan, but you're not going to be contributing to these to these records, <laughs> basically. No. So basically, most of the news this week was just all dynamite related, which is what I expected. You know, they're going to be focusing on this for the most part. The EDM and acoustic remix is, came out on the 24th of August. Um, we also got the B-side NV release on the 24th which was super cute. Um, Dynamite was already cute, and that was even cuter. Didn't know it was possible, but they made it happen. So much <laughs> fun, like, nighttime version remix. <laughs> I really was thinking that it was going to be, like, a B-side and where it's a totally different song, like it usually is on a, you yeah. know, a vinyl or a cassette, but, you know, hey, I'm not going to complain. We got extra BTS content, so. yeah. I'm satisfied. Um, the vinyl pre-orders, the vinyl cassette pre-orders also went on pre-order again. So they're going to keep doing real? this. Yeah. On, Was on it the in the orchard? Was it in the orchard? I think it might have been on Weverse this time. Okay. Okay, good. I was going to say, I ordered from Weverse, but it was the global shop. So it's not supposed to be here until December. Whew. And then like, everyone's <laughs> like, my cassette and vinyl arrived. And I'm like, err. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Um, I was about to be mad if it was the US one. I'm like, I could have had it next week. (laughs) No, that's crazy. But they could just keep... Honestly, they could have just kept doing this. They could have just kept releasing over and over again. Like, keep doing pre-orders. And they would just keep having sales. Duh. I wonder how to how it will count for Weverse. Like, if we buy it on Weverse and it's coming from Korea, is that going to count towards the charts? I think it or would it count, count towards like Korean charts. I see. But would it count like in December, whenever it ships to me? Like, that's what I want to know. I don't know. Um, we also got the Poolside and Tropical Remix on the twenty seventh. And just to like name a few of the, you know, official chart topping records that they set this week, it was like obviously the fastest to reach 100 million, fastest to reach 200 million views as well. Um, it got a perfect all kill on the Korean chart as well as it's number one on iTunes. We won't know until tomorrow, which will be Monday. Um, 
how they'll debut on the Billboard charts, but on debuted at number four. So I'm predicting a number one this time, considering how much, like how hard we've been going. So I'm really shooting for a number one this time. Yeah, I also am hoping for a number one. I'm predicting. Yeah. Not just hoping, I think it'll happen. We're yeah, I think we'll get it. But numerically, I think it'll happen. Yeah, I don't think there's been any other like major release in the U.S. other than this that would drive it to be less than number one. So I'm hoping that they'll get the number one this time around. Yeah. It has to come true at some point. Like, Nostradamus Yoongi <laughs> has, like, wanted this for so long, so it's gonna happen at some point, whether it's this song or the next one. Everything he says, he, like, speaks into existence. Like, I need to take a <laughs> class on, like, manifestation with this kid. Like, please. Exactly. Um, and other BTS news, the Learn Korean with BTS pre-order went on sale on the 23rd. I bought it. <laughs> I, I also bought it. My friend who lived in Korea had posted it, like, on her Instagram story, and it's literally, like, that TikTok audio where it's, like, don't do it, girl, and then, like, I'm not going to. It's, like, I did it, so I saw hers and was, like, oh, that looks nice, and then I saw a picture of someone just, like, tapping Hobie's head over and over again. It was, like, I love you, I love you, I love you, uh, like, you know, and I was, like, <laughs> click check out <laughs> yeah i'm gonna abuse that pin <laughs> it's pretty bad but instant boost of serotonin right there um i was looking at all of my language education books and i'm like wow this is embarrassing and i'm about to add on to this there's just so many books yeah <laughs> like i better actually learn something with this one this time around <laughs> i had that thought too because i Obviously, I have my Korean books, but I was looking at my bookshelf, and I saw my, like, quickly abandoned Chinese textbooks, and I was just like, okay, this can't be like that. Like, you actually gotta use it. Exactly. I'm like, it's not the book's fault. It's a me problem. Like, I need to get it together. They almost spewed copyright there. Um, my friend was saying that she did learn more vocab in, like, three hours than she had in, like, six months, so that's a pretty ringing endorsement of what yeah, I'm like, you can do when you put it into BTS's voices. If you just combine my interests, <laughs> wanting to learn a new language, and then BTS, put it together, I should learn pretty quickly, right? That's what you would think. And like a year will be fluent. <laughs> I, I wonder how um, far up the books go. Like, is it just a set of, a set of beginner books? Mm-hmm. Or is it up to intermediate? Is it up to advance? I know there's four different books, but I don't know what the, like, yeah, language gap is or whatever. So I think on the corporate community briefing thing, they said it's, like, intro to intermediate. So mm. should be good, but we all know that Big Hit is all about making money, so I'm sure they'll release a new set books in the future, like, more advanced sets. Right. I don't know, I'm interested to see what it'll, like, what it will be like, if it will be, like, the other books that I've used, similar to what we were learning in class at the Korean Cultural Center, if it'll be able to supplement it, I don't know, I'm excited. I wanted to bring up the BTS system collab, 
<laughs> came out on the 26th. Boy. Um, so these shirts are like upwards of $400. <laughs> um, okay, so can you, do you know what system is? Can you explain it to me? Like, is this a clothing brand? Yeah, I think it's a popular a brand. Yeah, like limited run streetwear. I see. I'm just not understanding. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I don't know. I, after we did our investigation, actually, I can say that the podcast has been beneficial to my own experience. <laughs> when we did our research for the marketing and I watched that like corporate briefing in full, when they were calling it indirect artist IP, like basically explaining BTS isn't even involved. They just like slap their label on it. That was really helpful for me to like get my spending in control, I think. I say that now, but I was like, yeah, I bought the books. <laughs> but like, like <laughs> I would never buy a system shirt ever for $400, a $400 t-shirt. Um, basically, I just chalked it up to this is not for a brokey like me. Like this is for <laughs> the people who have expendable money to spend. 370 something dollars on a shirt. I, I don't know. I can't, I can't wrap my head around it. But isn't this the second collab they've done with System? I remember they were doing a no um, themed promotion for it, where it was like I, that video interspersed with like clips of the shirt. I think so. Was it? Was that the clothes that they released? And it was like that outfit that was 100% that looked like a bandana from like top to bottom. And we were like, <laughs> Does BTS not know that <laughs> there's, like, gangs <laughs> that use these colors? Like, are they trying to get us killed? Like, I'm not wearing that in public. <laughs> I don't know if that was system or what that was. <laughs> I don't even remember what you're talking about. Last bit of news. The uh, last bit of news, there was a Map of the Soul 1 concert update on the 27th. Basically... They are reviewing whether they're going to be able to have any in-person meetings because there's been recent flare-ups of COVID-19 in South Korea. So they're wondering if they're going to be able to actually hold the concert. No one really knows. To be quite frank, I am like quite sick of this pandemic. <laughs> I really am. I'm not even in Korea. I have no chance of going to this concert. But it's just like, it just keeps ruining everything. Like, will there ever be a point where we will get to do anything we could once before or we're just going to be contained to our homes for the rest of our lives basically because this pandemic just keeps wreaking havoc it's just annoying at this point i'm sure it's disappointing for those army that were thinking of going i'm sure it's disappointing for bts i do like wonder because like we have the cost of maybe two system t-shirts tied up and like tickets i don't know but like tied up in tickets that big hit is just holding and like just what happens with that i imagine that they're not going to be able to hold that for more than a year i think if we reach next may in the COVID situation has it improved and at least in the u.s then they're going to have to give us our money back for those tickets. I can't see how they can hold that out for years to come. Yeah. 
I, I don't think that they'll be able to do that. I don't know if there was any kind of like legal writing when we purchased those tickets that we just didn't review, but I mean, no one has planned for a pandemic. So I was, I would imagine that there was no like general rules <laughs> for like a global pandemic happening and what's going to happen to your concert tickets. If you, <laughs> you know, if, if you have concert tickets and the concert can't happen, I don't know. But I just imagine that at some point they're going to probably request again. Like, do you want to keep holding it? Or do you want your money back? Or they're going to just, just give us back the tickets and just go ahead and cancel the concert. Because I just can't see them holding off for that long. I just, I guess I don't know. When we had the option to get our money back, I think there was like, if you don't, you agree that in the future... Like, I don't know what we signed away when we selected this option. Yeah, I don't either. Probably would be best to review it. I would like to know because I have the value of three or four system t-shirts <laughs> and concert tickets. And so I will be quite pissed off <laughs> if they try and keep my money, but I don't get a concert. I'll be pretty mad. Moving on to our topic of the day, I think it's finally time that we have this conversation. Um, it's been a long time coming. We were like, should we talk about this? You know, are people going to be mad if we talk about this? At this point, I don't care. I feel like it needs to be addressed. Yeah. Um, let's talk about solos. Because the solo activity has been absolutely insane this week. And of all the weeks, for it to be bad. Like, we couldn't just have one week where we could just focus on all seven members and enjoy what they've given us. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. So, I feel like for a long time, you and I have been like, <clears throat> things have really changed. Like, do you remember this happening back when you first started standing? And we were like, well, there have always been like solo fans or solo stands. There have always been aunties, but like it just, I don't know if it's because the fandom has blown up, but it seems like there's just so much more BS floating around. Yeah. And, like, people conflate having a bias to, like, being a solo stan. And I don't think it used to be like that, because we've had a lot of conversations about this. Yeah, no. So, before we get into that, I want to, like... Lay it all out there. Go into, like, why we're discussing this this week. So, of course, there was news that came out of basically a Jin Solo who felt that um, Jin was being snubbed uh, I'm assuming in the Dynamite music video or the song itself as well as in the EDM remix I believe his part wasn't included at all uh, and so they had an issue with Big Hit and so they decided to fund basically a protest and hire a truck, <laughs> um, one of those like digital ad trucks to park in front of the <clears throat> Big Hit building. And it was basically laying out that Big Hit is trash for <laughs> not treating Jen fairly whatever um i don't know how long the truck was outside there 
I don't know like what happened, but I believe it caused press to stand outside of the big hit building as well. It just brought attention that didn't need to be brought to BTS at this time. Like we just needed positive energy. We just needed to focus on all the members, focus on Dynamite. But no. Um, I think it's weird that we feel the need to speak up over the BTS members. Like at this point, Jin is grown. Like he's like grown, like a grown man. I think if he felt that he was being snubbed and he was being treated unfairly by BTS, that he would be able to speak up and say something. Like they have lawyers, they have contracts, they have a say in these things. Like they're not, like I think they have enough leverage to be able to speak up over their own careers and whether they want to be included more in songs or not. Um, I know we probably want to, not probably, we definitely want to hear them all have a fair share. We want to hear from all of them. So of course, we can feel some type of way about it, but to go above their heads and to do something like this, it just seems so extra. It 100% is extra. It's like, you, you didn't have to do all of that. Yeah. I think the issue, the issue with Jin in general is tough because he has in the past had certain less line distribution or whatever. But as you pointed out, they agreed to renew their contracts for a second seven years. He's a multimillionaire who has plenty of lawyers. Army are not lawyers. And I think like assuming you know best for what he wants is very like paternalistic or very like patronizing we know nothing right. of the discussions that went on behind the scenes so in a way I can respect people looking out for their faves but and of course you can talk about it or have a discourse on the internet but at what point are you like actually overstepping into his life right <clears throat> Because, like, okay, even personally for me, yes, I want to hear Jin sing more because for a long time we didn't really get to hear um, Jin sing that much. Um, I want to see Jin do more things like acting, all kinds of things I want to see more from Jin. However, for me to, like, overstep my boundaries and <laughs> try to, like, demand that he's not getting fair treatment and things like that, like, it's it blows my mind because how many times have we heard BTS themselves as well as Jin say that like they trust their company, that they wish that we would have more trust in them yeah. and what they're doing for their lives. Like they've said it many times. Like at this point, why are we still invading their personal lives basically? Why are we invading their artistry? Like, just leave it alone. Like, they've said it so many times. Like, enough for us to be able to get that they know what they're doing. Like, we should just trust them enough. They've asked us to trust them so many times. Why can't we do that simple thing for them? Yeah, and I think this manager army behavior is really weird. And it also overlaps with 
I realize there are people who like ship them just as friends or like whatever, but it is reminiscent to me of some like extreme Delulu shipping and that like people are looking for so many hidden meanings when right. there might not be a hidden meaning. Like, oh look, Jin is really sad right here. Like he was looking radiant in Dynamite first of all. <laughs> Andy was center. His smiles were like joyous as we talked about in the last pod. And of course it is like a public facing product, but I think people need to not look for things that aren't there. Right. It's just strange. I also want to circle back to what you were talking about earlier about like just solos in general and this whole like OT7 or having a bias thing. Okay, so (laughs) when I started standing them in 2014, it was a whole thing about having a bias, which was new to me. Um, I guess, I don't want to say it was new to me. Like, when you, usually when you're, like, seeing some kind of boy band or whatever, there's multiple people, usually someone has, like, a favorite, or, I don't know. Someone has a favorite. So basically that's what I assumed a bias to be. And that's what I'm assuming the definition to be of a bias today. Um, But yeah, that was like a thing. You know, who's your bias or whatever. Um, But it was never, at least for me, is how I understood it. Just because you have a bias doesn't necessarily mean that you don't like the rest of the members. Or you don't see them all equally. Or you treat one member more favorably than you do the other um even though it's a favorite it's like a very loose term maybe you just I don't know find that one slightly more attractive or you like their personality just a slight bit more like you relate to them like a little bit more I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that but it has become very weird especially within the last few years of this like (laughs) having a bias and it turning into you being a solo or the term OT7 being a thing, which was never like a thing before. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with like you just saying you don't have a bias or that you're like OT7, but it's become this divide where like, if you have a bias, you're assumed to be a solo or you don't like all the members where yeah. you're like like it should just be assumed that bias or not that you're ot7 well and how many times have people changed biases as well right you exactly i personally have not well sort of like namjoon snuck up in there <laughs> so jim and now some company right but like it's not i guess okay so the first thing i'll say that i think is really weird And I don't know if it's because we're so big now, but, like, people are, like, giving names to people that stand a certain member or bias a certain member. Um, I think I agree with you. Like, having been into other groups, of course, you have, like, a member you relate with the most or, like, even in the, like, 90s slash 2000s, like, there's a member of Backstreet Boys that you like the most, but there's not this, like, intense focus on it that there is now in ARMY, where it's, like, who's your bias, or, like, 
people literally doing witch hunts for others like oh she didn't talk about x member enough well <laughs> it's her profile or his profile or their profile they can decide what they want to post that doesn't mean they don't love the other members right i'm just like people are getting really like policey about it all or like yeah it's really weird. And the OT7 thing, I guess I also took it as, like, a for-granted thing when I got into them. And even now, like, I'm, like, regularly questioning, like, what Yugi is doing to me. Or, like, every member at one point or another will, like, wreck me, as people say. <laughs> I don't get, like, the antagonist. Like, why, what hoops do we have to jump through to, like, prove ourselves, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. First of all, I think it's silly for people to just look at your Twitter profile and just to assume that because you only talk about this certain person on Twitter or you only talk about a certain few of the members on Twitter, then that means that and you're um that, that means that you only care about those members. So nothing that you do in real life matters, right? Or nothing that you do when you're speaking with your friends matters. Like, you're just assuming, you're just looking at this profile and assuming from face value that I only care about X member. When in reality, like, I'm talking about all the members equally. <laughs> like, I'm, like, goo goo gaga over all the members equally when I'm, like, actually talking to my friends about BTS, when I'm talking to my family about BTS, when I'm Baking them up to my coworkers about BTS. Like it doesn't have everything doesn't have to do with like Twitter and my tweets. It's just yeah. very silly for you to assume how I am as a person or how or my views about the members just based off of a few tweets. <laughs> like Plus, you could have a different Twitter account or a different Tumblr account or a different you right. know what I mean? Like you're seeing one part of that person's, like, digital life for one thing. Exactly. And this isn't an excuse to go and, like, dig up shit on people. Another thing I want to talk about in this vein, and I think it ties into it, is, like, people digging up the most random receipts, like, for the people that won the, like, iHeartRadio meet and greet, people were pulling up the most random receipts saying, this person is an ex-member anti anti or like this person said this weird thing about this member like my dude it's the internet <laughs> I don't know I I just it's so it was very it was such a bad look it was like <laughs> wow your jealousy is really showing through right it was very strange because it was like immediately instead of congratulating them it was like let's go dig up and see what these people have done so that we can basically discredit them and make it seem like iHeartRadio made bad choices in picking them, which it was supposed to be random, right? So, like, <laughs> like, what are they gonna, what does that accomplish? Other than you, like, there has been some straight up, like, really bad bullying and, like, cyber threat, like, you know, cyber bullying, death threats, all these different things, like, right. what does you bullying this person accomplish? Even if you get this person disqualified from the iHeartRadio, do you really think they're gonna select you and you're gonna, like, meet your opa and have your perfect like YN moment like no yeah I don't want to give some of the people that were picked a pass because some of the people were questionable like some of the things that they said it was like uh <laughs> this is like it some of it did sound like anti-behavior um some of it was like people were just <laughs> bullying them for like 
they're bullying them for like uh sexualizing one of the members which i'm not going to say like yes please continue to sexualize the members however i just wanted to stop like stop the the bs basically like we i'm not going to say everyone does it but I can't tell you how many times I log on to Twitter and, like, there's just, like, a Namjoon's thirst session going on on my timeline. <laughs> or, like, just, like, for hours, like, hour-long thirst sessions. Like, stop it. Like, you all do it. Like, you all do it. So stop <laughs> making it seem like you're holier than thou because this person liked a few tweets about one of the members. I don't know. Like, I don't even know what the tweets were, but, like, it's not that deep. Like, you're just looking for any reason to basically trash them for winning this thing now for this certain person to like get on and like basically <laughs> use her 60 seconds with bts to say um oh, your fans are bullying me like it's just like okay you're gonna waste your time like that i think that's very strange um but i mean she's not wrong technically like <laughs> and i wonder if BTS saying like, hey, yeah, you guys get along, like, love each other. Will that make us actually get along and love each other? Eh, I don't know. But I just find it all very strange. Like, the way the timeline was moving this week was just very strange. Yeah, there were times I got on and was literally immediately like, nope, time to get back off. Yeah, let's get off. Yeah, there's been so much nastiness on the timeline and I'm sure there's still many more people who are being positive and we're just like focused on the negative but I wonder why there's been such a resurgence or a surge in solo stands manager army like I don't think you have people going around be like Justin Bieber is exploited by his label he doesn't like get to make any of the creative decisions like is this like us trying to not us but like certain army trying to strip like bts's agency away from them as creators like i don't understand what this behavior is actually rooted in i don't know i find it strange um i also very much find the solo behavior very strange I don't know how you can like a group or you should not even like a group. You like a person from a group, but you hate the rest of the members that much. Like, how do you even enjoy anything that they do? Like, how do you watch BTS's videos, but you only like one member and you like genuinely despise one or some of the other ones? How do you keep that energy? Like, I just don't know how you can be that spiteful. It's kind of disgusting. Um, it's not kind of, it is very disgusting. Especially in the case of BTS, who, like, genuinely, it seems, genuinely all, like, love each other and get along really well. Right. And, like, why are you pushing so hard for them to have solo careers? Like, <laughs> they've never even, like, made any mention about them wanting to have solo careers. Like, why do you, like, they, they love being together. Like, why are you pushing so hard for that? It's just very strange. Especially remembering, like, I'm sure it's not all, like, roses and sunshine all the time. Like, I'm sure they've had to make hard decisions and they get in fights. Like, they're normal people. But even from the beginning, if you watch that really old Bangtan Bomb, 
where like they're playing that super mean trick on Namjoon where Bong PD's like, do you want a solo career or you want to do it as a group? And like he said group right away. Right. Like from the beginning, that's a whole other conversation, but from the beginning, they have even if you want to say like you don't know for sure they all get along like professionally they all trust each other so much yeah i don't understand why people are pushing for like solo careers it's very strange i don't think any one member or a group of members is holding the other members back they're allowed to do whatever side projects they want they support each other on those side projects yeah I also wanted to bring up, going back again to the whole, like, OG7 or having a bias thing. <laughs> I saw the timeline the other day about how, like, basically we need to do away with these old, tired ideals that K-pop has had with having a bias because basically it just causes division and it bursts solo stands um, and people wanting them to have solo careers. We need to just do away with it entirely. And they were basically saying that, you know, if you (laughs) um, have any favoritism towards a member basically in any way, that instead of it being called you have a bias, you need to say you are that person sensitive. (laughs) That, like, you're, you you would be June sensitive. (laughs) And I was just like, that's literally the exact same thing as saying you have a bias. Like. What we need to do away with is solos. The bias thing is not an issue. Like, even if, like, if I went to a fan meet and I got to meet all of them, first of all, I'm not going to tell Yugi nor Hobie, like, you're my bias. (laughs) And I'm not going to play favorites of... I'm only talking to you and when I meet the other members I'm not going to say anything I'm not going to be as enthused like this is not how it works like I'm there because I love BTS it doesn't matter whether I have a bias or not like it literally doesn't matter like you could purchase me anything BTS related for my birthday or for Christmas and I would be just as excited you could talk to me about the BTS members and I would be just as excited I'm going to put just as much effort into all of their social uh solo projects and efforts like I'm not going to treat them any differently just because I have a bias and like I may slightly relate to one more over the other like I find them all very attractive I find them all like very interesting and they all have great personalities like just let people let people have a bias like saying you're sensitive doesn't make any sense I am sensitive about Jimin and Nam. <laughs> and exactly. all of them. Uh, very sensitive. They got me in the fields at like 1.30 last night. I think just like ARMY also gets me in my fields sometimes. Because like I was reading this Reddit thread about like what song found you when you needed it. At like 1.30 in the morning. I'm just like. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Is it like growing pains? I Why? has this like suddenly become an issue and also I would like to say and I've talked about it before but like why are we so hell-bent on like policing each other's activity or like it's so strange like 
okay, instead of like being mad because Kalea has tweeted a lot of photos of Yoongi, let's say, and I don't even think you'd do that. This is a hypothetical situation, everyone. But even if Kalea was only tweeting photos of Yoongi, why would I be like, Kalea doesn't care about the other members instead of being like, oh, look, I could retweet this picture of June. I don't know. Why are we like being like, ooh, this person, shady. It's very strange. We are like, um, I don't know if people, is it like a power trip? Do you like get off on the idea of exposing someone? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's very strange. Like, okay, just don't talk to that person. If it's clear that they're a solo, because you, you can tell the people that are solos from the people that are like just fans of all of them. Like solos make it pretty evident that they like hate <laughs> the other members or they hate one of the other members. You can tell. Just block that person and move on. It's just so strange that we just spend so much time and energy. I do feel like the energy on the timeline has gotten weirder since lockdown. I don't know if people are stressed and therefore have like a shorter fuse if people are bored in their house and in the house bored, but like why? I mean, I think it does precede that because we've been talking about this offline long before lockdown, but it does seem like there has been a huge uptick in like nastiness. I don't get it. Um, yeah. I think we need to just block and ignore solos. Um, make it evident that solo behavior is not representative of the entire fan base, because it's not. Um, when things like what happened recently with the whole gen thing happen in the news it's hard to obviously ignore things like that because it just looks bad on all of us whether they're a solo or not so I can totally understand like you know the outrage and the uproar for that but I don't know I think we need to just do better about minding our own business when it comes to certain things um blocking people is really cool i love that feature <laughs> um and if you want to block someone and don't want them to know just right on that mute button and you never have to see their tweets stop like policing certain things but also at the same time like chill on the solo stuff because it's so stupid <laughs> Like, I don't understand it. I can't wrap my head around you being a solo or you being, like, an auntie. Like, you just, you put that much energy into something that you don't like. Like, imagine how much happier you could be if you didn't do that. It's just very strange. It's like, go away. Like, leave them alone. <laughs> and let people have a bias if they want to have a damn bias. <laughs> yeah. But also, you don't have to have a bias. Like you don't have to. That's fine. If it changes every day, that's fine. Exactly. But like don't conflate bias with solo stan. Right. I feel like we need something cheery. So <laughs> to prove yeah. that we're not solo stands, 
really quickly in 30 seconds favorite thing about each member go and we can cut this whoa <laughs> <laughs> hold <laughs> on <laughs> uh okay oh uh, they might sound weird i'm gonna say okay. mine too so i'm sure it's fine <laughs> <laughs> okay i don't know why but it's the first thing i thought of the first thing i thought of for jen i'm gonna go in age order first thing i thought of for jen was he does this thing where he like i don't know he like blinks <laughs> i don't know how to explain it <laughs> he like blinks but he like I don't know, he blinks, like, really cutely, like, it's, like, kind of long and hard, or that thing he does where he's, like, 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 he's pushing up his glasses, but there's no glasses there, like, he does this thing, (laughs) okay, I don't know how to explain it, it's really cute, um, that's just one thing, (laughs) this sounds stupid, (laughs) just keep going, keep going, ugh, one of my favorite things about Yugi is how he, like, acts like he doesn't care about anything, but he's also, like, so loving. Um, like, almost in, like, a motherly way. I don't know. There's so many things about Hopi. How do I, like... <laughs> how do I start? <laughs> One of my um, favorite things about Hobi is how passionate he is about just about everything like even the little things um like it doesn't have to be just dance but like how passionate he is about the members and how passionate he is about even things with like you know learning other languages when they go on tour in different countries and they do their indignants and how much effort he puts into it (sighs) one of my favorite things about Nanzun is how like chaotic he is and how sometimes he's just like really chill and then other times like in the soup he's just like rolling the window down and screaming out the window (laughs) um (laughs) one of my favorite things about jimin is how cheeky he is and like (laughs) um how like cheeky is but also like how caring he is at the same time uh, one of my favorite things about Tay is how thoughtful and smart he is. He's very quiet, but I imagine that he's like Albert Einstein up there in the brain. We just don't know. Like, he just drops gems every now and then. One of my favorite things about Jungkook is how... I don't know. I'll say one of my favorite things. He's like seeing how much he's come out of his shell within the last few years and like how silly he is. Like (laughs) he's very silly in like a way that I feel like we would get along well if we were together. Like not together like dating but just like hanging out with each other. Like he just seems like someone really cool that you'd want to hang out with and like you'd like laugh and have like a good time like I love seeing how like I don't know like the random things that he does that's just so funny to me Uh, I guess that's just good job one of the few things why did you make me do that I don't like putting my feelings on display (laughs) we can can always take this out I just felt we needed something 
to like cleanse the air so we're like why do people do this this is toxic this is horrible and then I was like you know what let's do this so my favorite thing about Jin is that he seems like a guy that would really like roll with the punches like he seems very unflappable like even if something bad happens he would just take it and like roll with it and deal with it Yungi, you pretty much summed it up, but that man is, like, big husband energy. Like, he can do anything. Like, you need something fixed, he'll do it. You need something, like, cooked, he'll do it. Unloading the groceries in, like, an orderly fashion, like, he's got you. Like, that man, just, like, I can't think about him too hard sometimes, <laughs> because I'm just, like, wow. Um, Hobie, in a way, he's, like, more reserved, so I respect that he can be, like, so friendly to ARMY, but still, like, keep a healthy boundary. I respect that about him, because I feel like I certain certain times will, like, struggle to say no to people. So I love that, like, he's kind of mysterious, or we don't truly know what he's thinking. Um, Namjoon, I love how much he's grown, like, just over the years of the fandom in terms of, like, stuff that he thinks about, how he's, like, apologize for things he said or done he's always learning I respect that about him a lot um Jimin I also love the sassiness I like can't get past that it's like big I guess like Libra energy but like he's so funny and he's actually nice but like he's not gonna spare you from like his <laughs> diss either um yeah I think for Tay, he's always going to tell, like, the Delulu shippers off. <laughs> so he's also just, like, great at, I think, communicating. He has a ton of friends, so I respect that about him. Like, being able to connect easily with people from a lot of different places. And then Jungkook, I love how hard that kid works. Like, he's talked about in his, like, interviews for some of the movies and docuseries, like, how, like, the Golden Makne label has kind of stuck, but he's always, like, extra and, like, taking it to the next level, but, like, in a good way. So. There you go. Why don't I talk about how Jin blinks on the freaking podcast? <laughs> this is valid. I'm moving, so it's gonna get, make a noise. <laughs> that is, like, why? Why did I pick that first out of everything? I knew exactly what you meant, though. <laughs> That's so crazy. But, like, honestly, like, just watch him when he talks. I don't know how to explain it. He does this, like, blinking thing that I, I find very endearing. <laughs> A slow blink. Yeah. <sighs> um, anyway. I am praying for more peace and positivity within this fandom. I know that the bigger it gets, like, the crazier it's going to get. So there's not much that we can do about it. Um, I just wish that unless someone's, like, you know, blatantly disrespecting them on the timeline, that we could just, like, keep it pushing. But, you know, what are you going to do? Um... Let's talk about something funny. Let's wrap it up okay. and talk about something funny we saw on the timeline. Uh, I've seen a lot of funny things on the timeline lately. Out of great chaos comes great humor as well. <laughs> There's one of just, I don't know if this is funny 
I think it's funny, but it's like that picture of Namjoon from one of their interviews, and it's like Junie, our big buff, emotional support K-pop boy, <laughs> and he's just like slowly flexing. And I was like, yeah, mood. Um, also, I don't know if it's funny, but it was it was really touching, I guess. Um, well, I guess two things. Okay, Yoongi on that British morning show with, like, mm. the red shirt and the sunglasses. <laughs> I guess I'm funny to him because I was just like, what the I was just like, this is not real. And his little, like, facial expressions while also wearing that outfit, it was just like, okay, just, mm, nothing I want to say on this podcast, I guess, but just, like, it hurt me a lot. How many times are they going to sing Water Balloon So Good to Him and he's going to, like, keep putting up? <laughs> and then I also, oh, so cute. I also really liked reading the thing about Becky G talking about working with J-Hope and how they keep in touch and that how she cute. respects his work and his process. So I don't think that was funny, but it was cute. So those are my three. Like, Buff June supporting us. <laughs> Yoongi destroying us all in that outfit. And Becky G being wholesome, talking about working with Hobie. Um, this wasn't... Well, no, it was on the timeline. And the Envy's shooting sketch, Yoongi was like... Yeah, this is my first time playing basketball in like nine years. And we were like, sir, or I was like, sir, we have you on camera. Like you were literally in, <laughs> wasn't it Isaac or whatever? Yeah. And they were like playing an entire competition. Like he was playing an entire game. <laughs> just like, he was just passing the ball around. Like, no, you were on a team and you won. Like you were playing basketball. Like, what are you talking about? Like, did you forget that you did that? He's the type um, to be like, back in my day, it was uphill both ways for like, back in 1875. And you're like, no, that was three days ago. Exactly. I'm like, sir, we literally have you on tape playing basketball on multiple occasions. But okay. Um, something funny also was watching In the Soup and like... <laughs> Kobe and Namjoon are like trying to put this plane together and Jimin's just in the back playing the piano but he's like <laughs> not that he was being annoying but they were totally ignoring him <laughs> just the way he, just the way he was like singing what he was doing or singing what they were doing I know we're not completely ignoring him we're not doing episode <laughs> reviews anymore but we should do an episode on In the Soup at the very end you know like highlights a wrap up yeah. yeah um that was funny also jen telling the like camera director that he's gonna go bald if he doesn't help him like <laughs> figure out how to fish jen is like here's how i blackmail them <laughs> exactly or him like constantly trying to remind them like do you know i'm a master of ping pong <laughs> they were just like <laughs> bro <laughs> yeah okay man <laughs> like okay <laughs> You've said that like fifteen times. He <laughs> kept saying it. <laughs> I think the guy is hilarious. I feel like his like archetype or his the vibe that people always give him is like the sweet like princely dude. But like, also <laughs> what a prankster! <laughs> just could not with him. He just seems so fun to be around. Honestly, like tell me how to fish or I'll go bald. Okay, I don't know what. <laughs> 
guess you're going bald then. I don't know how to fish either. Oh, gosh. And, like, Tay doing those dishes. How does one look good while doing dishes? <laughs> like, I didn't know it was a thing. But somehow you're scrubbing, and I'm, like, feeling it. I don't get it. <laughs> when he smirked at the cameraman, like, crouching in the corner, I was just like, sir, get back to work. Exactly. I'm really into um, domestic bonton. Really here for it. <laughs> uh, well, that's all my things for the week. Yeah, I don't really. I think I you. could keep going, but I'll stop. Okay. Well, that wraps up today's episode. Final thoughts. I think I shared them all. Don't be an anti. Don't be a manager army. Don't be a solo stan. Don't come for people who have biases. It's valid to have a bias. It's valid to not have a bias. Worry about yourself. I agree with all that. (laughs) Yeah, and stream dynamite. Keep streaming. Keep buying. Um, Let's put more positive energy on the timeline. Let's keep promoting our faves. And watch some clips of Jin slow blinking. Yeah, let's keep blocking haters. <laughs> that includes haters who say they're army. Like, let's just try to focus on the good. Because there's so much bad right now. Yeah. <laughs> to try to expend energy on the bad is just not worth it. Agreed. Well, I guess we will see you guys next week see you next week